Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a man who likes words, 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 words. He was a linguist, studied biology, and invented blood alcohol biosensors on the way to becoming a physician and an author. His book is What the Taliban Told Me. We welcome Ian Fritz. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Ian, let's go be on the mic. In What the Taliban Told Me, you put a face on the Taliban. Why was that important for you? Uh, the job that I did required, um, you know, in my case, hundreds of hours of listening to the Taliban talk. And along the way, there was an awful lot of humanity that I think gets lost when we talk about wars and specifically when we talk about the war in Afghanistan. So I, it wasn't, it is important to me that there is a face on a lot of, you know, what happened in that war, but it's also just like the reality that it's true. And I, I had to, you know, talk about that or I wouldn't have been telling the sort of actual story of what happened. Was writing this memoir a way of easing your soul of what you heard and experienced over in Afghanistan? It wound up being that, I think, a little bit. I um, I had a plan to write a book. I Someone asked me to write a book after hearing some of my story. It was a very good way of putting my thoughts in order. I think, you know, a large percentage of what's in the book I had thought in the 10 years between when I last deployed and when I wrote the book, but I hadn't, you know, you get trapped in circles of thought and you just think the same things over and over again. And I hadn't really sort of fleshed them out in any rational order. Doing that was quite helpful and taking, I, you know, I'd spent a lot of time talking to friends and you know people I hadn't talked to in a long time who did the same job. And that too was, you know, 10 years back, looking at it, very cathartic and very helpful. It's been 10 years since you've been a member of the air force. What do you miss? I miss the community for sure. I talk a little bit in the book about how, you know, literally 10 years, I hadn't spoken to multiple people in 10 years. I hadn't looked at them and been anywhere near them. And I would call them up and within five minutes, it was like no time had passed. We were instantly just, you know, making the same jokes we were making, talking about the same old stories, but also just feeling this connection that um, I haven't really found anywhere else. The Brotherhood. Yeah. Did you begin over time to feel differently about the Taliban because of what you heard? Eventually, yes. Um, so, you know, my first deployment, that wasn't as much the feeling for, for many reasons. The, I spent a long time in training and I, when I first deployed, you know, I very much believed in the, the mission in Afghanistan, like many people did. But yes, over time, it became relatively difficult to say, oh, you know, I'm 100% fighting bad guys 100% of the time because very few humans on this earth are 100% bad 100% of the time. But it's it's hard to know that if you only are told or only see, you know, certain aspects of them, I think. So much of, and, and to some extent, rightfully so, so much of what we are told about the Taliban and media is, you know, you're bad dudes. They throw acid in schools, schoolgirls' faces. They blow up, you know, churches. They blow up thousand-year-old statues. All that stuff is true. But that's like the really, really loud, really, really bad guys. There's some other sort of quiet, uh, not as bad guys who have other, you know, normal human parts of themselves. The book is What the Taliban Told Me, and Ian Fritz, author, joins us beyond the mic for The Rocking Eight. Ian, all this is is eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. When you dieted before you joined the service to lose 40 pounds, what was the one thing you couldn't stand to eat? Large amounts of broccoli. It's very filling, but uh, very few calories. 
How many books did you read in 2023? 130 so far. On your bookshelf, how do you sort your books? By title, author, topic, or color? Uh, alphabetically by author. What's the best thing about your dog, Monty? <laughs> uh, his smile. And what emotions went through you when you first opened the box of what the Taliban told me books? Uh, I finally believed it was real. I somehow had convinced myself that it was, you know, sort of a dream or something like that until I saw the actual physical copies. Where's the best place to think at Columbia University? Ooh. Top of Skirmerhorn. If you could live anywhere in the world, anywhere, where would it be? Uh, between Monterey, California and New York City. And what's the most important book in your collection? Oh, gosh. That's really hard. Uh, probably The Corrections by Jonathan Franzen. I think it's the most influential book, um, influential piece of literature that I've read. It's time for one big question with author Ian Fritz. He wrote the incredible What the Taliban Told Me Beyond the Mic. How did the withdrawal from Afghanistan make you feel about the work that you did? It- Unfortunately, it solidified something I knew 10 years ago and people who did my job knew, well, I guess now 12 years ago, um, that we were always going to lose whatever fight we thought we were fighting in Afghanistan. Um, it was just a matter of time and uh, withdrawal and the Taliban's very quick recapture of most of Afghanistan just proved it. We're going to sneak in one more. You've had so many life-changing experiences in your life. What teacher changed your life forever? Probably Neil Drake. He runs an organization called the One Room Schoolhouse in North Central Florida. If he had the ability to, he would live in Monterey, California, or New York. Sorts books alphabetically by author and wants you to read his book, What the Taliban Told Me. Author Ian Fritz, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much for having me. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut.